Call her how it is. Hendrix. I promise you, swear, I swear. Yeah, young Hendrix, I don't trust you. I'm not gonna shoot you. Yo. Hey everybody, welcome into Fill My Heart. My name is Drew Absher. And I'm Parker Duman, and uh, we just got done recording with uh, Mike Racine. Yeah. A very funny comic from New York City. Yeah, and very long podcast, so uh, we're going to try to keep this part short and sweet. Uh, we talked to Mike about quite a bunch of shit, to be honest. Uh you know, we talk a little bit of politics. Uh, we talk a little bit about comedy. We talk a little bit about the current environment in the world. Um, a lot of a lot of stuff. And a, uh, Mike's a very, very, very smart yeah. guy. He's. I don't know why, but he reminds me of like a really intelligent fry from Futurama. <laughs> like, <does that laughs> yeah, I could sense? see. I could get that. Um, but before we do that, we we have to do an ad read. We have to do uh, voicemails you guys sent us. So. Um, Bear with. Um, sorry, I should have had the fucking the ad read pulled up. Oh, That's man. on me. It's big, okay. You're, big hand up on that one. People are just going to get used to our fucking faux pas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Um, okay, cool. Here we go. Um, this did is you, a voicemail. Um, did you want to go into the backstory of like you thought this was? Oh, uh, well, we can do it afterwards. Oh, uh, yeah, this is, you can call us and leave a voicemail at 415-763-7445. That's 415-PODFIL. Um, you know what I think I'd want to hear next week is uh, heartbreaking breakup stories. Okay. Well, I mean, why is that? just to cue no. everybody in, <laughs> I'm, I'm currently single again. Yeah. Um, but like, I, I find it lethargic or cathartic mm-hmm. to hear other people like their stories. So if you've got like a crazy story about getting dumped or dumping someone or just a bad date story, uh, call in set, uh, 415-763-7445. Uh, let's listen to this voicemail. Well, hey boys, guess who it is? <clears throat> Dr. Phil himself, motherfucker. Dr. Phil motherfucking McGraw. I'm just sitting out here cruising around my ATV on my ranch out in Texas. A lot of land out here, boys. A lot of land. Be able to make some some funny boys disappear, if you know what I mean. Anyway, just out here talking to my lawyer, cruising. Might head back to the gun room. Kind of, you know, look around, see what I got, see what I haven't shot in a while. And then uh, I was thinking about maybe making a flight out to Sacramento, paying a visit to you boys. I don't know if you boys have ever been uh, forced to give blowjobs at gunpoint, but uh, <laughs> hey, 2020, anything can happen. See you fuckers around. I think I actually know who this is. Who is it? I think it's Chris Teixeira. Oh, it might be. Yeah. It might be. Well, look at the area code. Yeah, it could be. It's very could possible. Be. Uh also, really funny that, uh, like, Google Voice will transcribe everything, and, like, it's all death threats, and then it bleeps out the part <laughs> where it says, give blowjobs at gunpoint. <laughs> it's like, gunpoint is fine, but just don't say the B word. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, just call in, uh, yeah. especially after you listen to this episode with Mike Racine. I'm curious to, I'm genuinely curious to hear what people have to say about the conversation we had. It took yeah. so many tangents um, and went in a lot of directions. I don't think either of us were really expecting it to. 
Um, so super, super cool, super fun app. Um, so check that out. And yeah. today, officially, I, on November, September 21st, today will be the day that I start the uh, second tier for the Patreon for the episode. Oh, so cool. this episode with Mike Racine will come out on Patreon today. Um, and then next Sunday slash Monday for the rest of everybody else. Um, yeah. Cool. Um, fuck, what was I going to say? Oh, but what's funny about this, this is that we weren't even going to play the voicemail because oh, yeah. Drew thought that it was me doing a Dr. Phil. Yeah, because Parker again. early on called in to do a Dr. Phil impression. <laughs> and I was like, no, we're not doing this as a bit, you know. <laughs> and then Parker posted all the voicemail stuff today. And I was like, oh, okay. And then, uh, like, almost within 10 minutes of getting tagged in the Instagram post, I we get this email. And I'm like, Parker, you're making it so obvious now. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Um, all right. We got to do the ad read, and then we'll plug yeah. ourselves. And then, uh, oh, plug ourselves. That's not what I mean. Yeah. Get your mind out of the gutter. Uh, <laughs> all right. Tangents with Spencer Sellins is a new comedy podcast from comedian Spencer Sellins. The podcast features other comedians and creators discussing any and every topic that comes to mind, whether it's comedians considering ISIS or Parker's love for Ben Shapiro's sister. No topic is oh, yep. too obscure. I uh, I went down that rabbit hole again recently. Yep. Yep. You ran him up the flagpole, huh? Yeah, I guess. Or the yeah the flagpole with the. Starve David yeah. on it. <laughs> She's a patriot, so you give her a twenty-one ounce salute. <laughs> I know. Anyway, go ahead. You no, don't shoot twenty-one ounces. No, that's it. I, I just, I, I, I. Oh, do. I thought you were going to read the rest of the ad read. Here. Oh, sorry. I thought you're. <laughs> I thought you were saying to go on, keep talking about your sexual <laughs> endeavors. No, no, no. Start, start right here. Um. So yeah, we are on a. Yeah, I, I'm on. Uh. All right, Drew and Parker. <laughs> Drew and Parker have been guests on the show. Uh, we loved it. Yes, uh, Drew I was, was on, actually on episode ten. Yeah, big up to the island. Uh, yeah. and I was on episode three, live from the echo chamber. In and episode, episode twelve, ouch my butthole, ouch my butthole, <laughs> uncle, uncle, please stop. <laughs> Uh, I don't know why Spencer called it that episode. Did you guys talk about that on the episode? No, it's weird because okay. I thought that was on our podcast. <laughs> yeah. so, You're um, like, I thought I said that quietly. Uh, <laughs> other Tangents guests who have also been on Fill My Heart include Sam Hocalter. He was on episode 14, and that one was called uh, Why Does No One Like Me? Uh, <laughs> David Samuel was also on. He was on episode 12. Uh, no, wait, that was Parker. Uh, David Samuel was on episode 19 and that one was called, Hey man, just chilling. Yeah. And then Josh means was also on there and uh, it's called, uh, why does everyone hate me? There's a lot of people just on there talking about how much everyone hates them. Um, call to action. <laughs> Check out tangents with Spencer Sellins on Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, wherever you get podcasts. If you get podcasts on Apple podcasts, go ahead and leave a review. Uh, letting them know that Fill My Heart sent you, and then that will just only boost our street cred, and then yep. we'll be able to get more money. We'll be able to steal more money from Spencer for low-level ad reads. <laughs> it's a new scam we're running where we trick our friends into giving us money to do an ad read for them on our podcast. Totally. And it nets them absolutely nothing. One, yeah, I It's a real Bernie Madoff scammer running here. He's a really nice, he's an overly nice guy because he did this out of the kindness of his heart, it feels like. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, that's, is, not, that's not true. This is like when your parents 
give you money, but they're no. like, you earned it. You no. moved that one box. I disagree with Parker on this. <laughs> Spencer did it because he knows we need the money. <laughs> uh, all right. Check out uh, Tangents with Spencer Sellins. Parker, plug away, buddy. Um, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Parker the Newman. Um, also, follow the podcast on Instagram and Twitter at Fill My Heart Pod. Yep. Uh, subscribe to the Patreon. Yep. All that. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash fill my heart. Yep. Uh, check me out on Instagram at Drew Apture is dumb. Uh, new new stuff coming soon on, in the works with something there. Uh, Twitter at Drew Apture. I'm, I don't know if I'll be on Twitter much longer. Really? Yeah. What's I was. Well, I watched the social to? dilemma. Oh, finally. and I think what I'm going to do we'll probably go over that on the Patreon. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, but I think I just want to get away. Like, I use the di- plausible deniability that Twitter is my news source because I do get a lot Same, of news from yeah. it. But I think that I need to be more selective about what news gets to me on Twitter. Yeah. Because it's so inundating. It You're really just is. constantly pounded with, like, the same information over and over again. And at some point, it's like, that's unhealthy. I, I disagree. Anyway, guys, wear a mask. Uh, <laughs> stay six feet yeah, apart. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but, yeah, that's exactly it. It's just, like, I can, I can absorb information without becoming fixated on it right you know know. and that's that's where i think the only thing is that like twitter's where we get most of our patreon content from so uh that's kind of an issue well i mean like we play a bunch of clips that i saw on twitter and shit so um anyway uh follow me on there don't add me on facebook i deleted that app uh add me on facebook but i i feel like people have added me and i just think that they're a bot so yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, I get the same thing. Uh, all right, 415-763-7445 is the voicemail. Uh, call in, you know, talk yeah. to us about Dr. Phil, talk to us about whatever, you know, maybe talk, call in, apologize to me for breaking my heart, whatever, you know, whoever <laughs> whoever could be possibly listening yeah. to this. Though he will not accept it if you do, but <laughs> yeah. still it's the right thing to do. Not even a little bit, but uh, okay. Uh, oh, dear, you <laughs> my best friend's heart. Shut up. All right, here we go. Uh, joke. Here is Mike Racine, everybody. Today on the podcast, uh, Mike Racine. Yeah, he uh, just got married, actually, which is funny because we've had people... Uh, you're the first person who's married that's been on the podcast, which is funny because we've had people with children on this podcast. So Interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and know. they're not worried about their children going to heaven or anything? Yeah, I guess not. <laughs> I mean, in this world, I guess everyone's going to hell. It feels that way. Yeah. How's it going, man? Feels like we're in hell. If it does, doesn't it? You're in New York, right? Um, yeah. Actually, I can't complain. It doesn't. I, I was trying to like make it. I mean, I was trying to be like satirical, but I mean, it's not that bad. But it does feel like things are going to get a lot worse. You know? Yeah. Well, we're in Sacramento, California, dude. It it feels oh, like hell out here. It's like every day it's either smoky or you know there's there's another uh, protest or something going on, and it's just like constantly berating us with shit news. Uh-huh. That's all we get yeah. out here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for being Same. on, man. Uh, you did get married. How? Congratulations. I know Parker said it off mic, but congratulations on getting married. Uh, thanks. I was worried, like when Parker was like, "Oh yeah, he got married on Friday." I was like, "Oh, dude, that sucks," because like this is either going to feel like an entire waste of time if this doesn't go well. I was like, "Oh shit, dude." He's like, could be doing something with his new wife. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> and then we're out here just fucking talking about Doctor Phil. No, like, we went to West Elm yesterday. Um, oh, nice. And got into a fight. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, <really>? and, uh, <laughs> what was the fight yep. about? Is the fight carried um, over? 
Well, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine now. But we were like in the Uber on the way home and I was just like, you know, like when you go to um, Ikea or something with your with your girlfriend or your wife, there's Mm -hmm. just like a there's like a threshold. There's like a it's like your patience just goes away like right away. Immediately. Yeah, immediately. It's like um, I don't know how to describe it. It's like run out of gas, you know, when you you think your tank is full. Sure. Yeah. Well, And, And you just like, yeah, no, go ahead. Go ahead. And you're just like. Yeah, okay, this is kind of fun. We're picking out stuff for our home and our new life together. And then just, there's just a moment where you just go, fuck this. Yeah. I don't yeah. like it here. This this gay guy's being mean to me. <laughs> the manager. The manager of like the manager was there and he he was like, Can we can we help you with anything? And we were like we were like, No, thanks. He was like, All right, let me know if you need anything. And then and then like we asked him like two questions and then he like turned on us. He, really um, turned on you? yeah he just got mad he just got like pissed at us yeah. right away um they and then uh throw confetti yeah. at you <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah how do gay guys get mad <laughs> he was just like we were pay- we were paying with a gift card and they were like do you want to donate some money to whatever and we had oh, some no. left over on the card and i was like yeah let's donate like 10 bucks to this charity and we were like can we pay with a gift card and then she asked him the cashier asked him and he's like yeah you can pay with whatever and uh <laughs> and and so it was just like a bunch of stuff all at once and then in the uber on the way home i just kind of like i i i mean i don't i don't want to say i picked a fight but i did say <laughs> something that i knew would bother her <laughs> totally. yeah, you antagonize the situation a little bit I, yeah yeah are you are um, you a, but we're are, fine now are you a quick to apologize guy um you know it's funny because i am i try to be because you just want i don't yeah. want to be like i don't want to have this thing where like we're not talking to each other but um there are times when you just know you feel you're like there's certain fights that you have where you're like i'm not apologizing for this one yeah like, take you know totally. whatever yeah and you're just like fuck it i'm not and then and then but then like three days go by and you're just like all right well, i guess what did i do it's rare. I don't think she's ever apologized first in a fight. That's yeah. kind of the precedent that we've set. I'm in the same boat as you. I'm, I'm, I do the same thing where I'm like, you know what? Throw this out there. See what happens. And then I do it. Yeah. And then I get in trouble and I'm like, oh, you know what? That's my bad. And then I just immediately yeah. apologize. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wonder you if there's. You to be like, what did I do wrong? You yeah. know, I was like, how can I like fix this? What's the olive branch that I can extend? Right. Yeah. And like, where can I even, I'll, you know what the great go-to is, is just saying, you should have communicated better. That's an all time. That's an all time <laughs> hack her? to get to out her. of a fight. Yeah, it's just all you got to do is like, it, like whatever yeah. it is. You just like you can just blame it on anything. I've done it so many times in fights. Wait, where wait, I'm you like, say that you yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Communicated like if better? you just if you just oh. want it to be over. Like one of my favorite things mm-hmm. to do is just like like I get mad that she's like you know, doing something stupid and it really is all her yeah. fault. Yeah. And then I will just say something along the lines of, you know what? Uh, I'm just having a bad, I, a bad day. I should have communicated that better. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Let's just move on. Yeah, like, Cause it's just like, yeah. like, look, you were definitely a cunt, but the way I, yeah, I should have yes. you being a cunt was really, I should have told you you're being cunty yeah. in a much nicer way. Yeah. That's kind of what you're getting. Well, at. well then I'll tell you what this fight was about. So we like, uh, <laughs> we, <laughs> So she does teletherapy at home. Uh-huh. So she has so she has an entire room of the house that's just hers. We have a two bedroom. So the second bedroom is kind of like her office. Sure. But we split but we split the rent down the middle. So it's like and it was like this at the last apartment too. So it's kind of this weird thing where like, you know, 
it doesn't bother me because we've divided up the house very nicely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But sometimes I'm like, well, I don't know. Is this fair? Like, I think like, I don't know. Is this fair? Sometimes I, I, I ask myself, like, am I getting mm-hmm. the, the, the short end of the stick yeah. here? You don't want to be the Palestine of your household. <laughs> I don't want to be the Palestine <laughs> of my household. <laughs> and I, <laughs> right. And I think I am. I'm pretty much, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm louder. I get angry quickly, um, <laughs> but I am more noble. I am the more noble. Yeah, um, right. You're more yeah. sympathetic. Yeah, that's an interesting yeah. that's an interesting dynamic. But she's doing it for work, so I get where you're probably you know, it's not just like and an arts and craft a, room which would she, justify yeah. raising the rent. Yeah, know? yeah. Right. No, she needs more space for work. And I think it's also shitty to be like, Hey honey, you owe me uh two hundred bucks <laughs> yeah, yeah. for that office yeah. that you're using. You know, yeah, you like, can use so, some of that so wedding. I think that's money, why but <laughs> I think that's why it pisses her off when I bring it up, because it's like we've already been through this. And we're past it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 Dude, that's, that's why crazy. I just go on OnlyFans when I, whenever I there think about that. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. That's the uh, Drew's yeah. move. Yeah. Dude, I'm, I'm a big only, I'm a big OnlyFans fan. Are you? Well, just because like a couple girls that I went to high school with started making yeah. an account. And then I was like, yeah. all right, well, I've wanted to see you naked since we were adolescent, right. you know? So right, right, right. then right. I'll just get on there and I'll be like, all right, this is cool. And then like, it's, it's tough when, cause I've, yeah. I'm a long, I have a longstanding theory True. that like the best kind of porn is a porn where like you can put yourself in the situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I don't like watching like heavily produced stuff. I like like more amateur stuff. And uh, so, like, whenever I see one of those girls from high school, I'm like, man, I could have been, like, I could have, like, not that I had a chance, but just, like, right. yeah. in, in a perfect Dude. world, I could have been right, right that, there. You that know? Must, like, so, for me, for me, it's, like, organ grinder, fuck single mom. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, that could be me. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it must suck yeah. to be, like, a pedophile and grow up with someone who, like, you thought was hot. Then they get an mm-hmm. OnlyFans, and you're like, ah, fuck, they got older. God damn it. That- <laughs> yeah, they were nine in your head forever. Yeah. Just- you're not a, yeah, but I guess you're not a pedophile if you if you think they're hot at the same time. I don't know. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I don't know. I don't really dive deep. I don't, yeah. I, <laughs> isn't that the worst part about pedophilia, truly, is that you can't is do it- any research on it? Yeah, that is no. true. That, <laughs> to understand yourself, yeah. 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 Or, I mean, not yourself. Not yourself, I mean but the, yeah, I mean the people. Like, they no, but can't. I'm saying, like, the point, of, but, like, you know, you. but I think the the horniest I've been in my life is, like, 13, 14 years old. Sure. Obviously. Oh, totally. Those are the best erections I've ever had. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because you don't even know what you want to do with it. You just know that yeah. you want to do stuff with it. Just well, it's there and it's not going away. I think it's also interesting, you know, this is going to, if God damn it, dude, I hope I never get any kind of success because this will be the first thing they pull. But it's interesting how like sexually most people can be like, oh, yeah, that guy, you know, we all, everyone makes jokes about it. Like, you know, one time he got hit in the balls while he was coming and then he's been doing that forever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like people get heavily attached to like one aspect of life and then it produces itself sexually. But it's interesting that no one makes that argument for like pedophiles. You know what I right. mean? <laughs> then they're like, well, he had sex for the first time at 13. So he's just stayed there sexually yeah. forever. Yeah, so that's yeah. why I'm not a pedophile. Yeah, dude. No, I, I feel like I'm just yeah. arguing for <laughs> just you in like, court right now. Yep. It'd be funny if every pedophile was just a guy who got laid really young. Yeah, just the <laughs> coolest just guy like, in middle school just turns out to be the yeah. pedophile every single time. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Mike, that's what I love about you and your podcast is that you don't just make us laugh, you make us think. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> fucking gross. Uh, did we did we mention Mike Mike's got a podcast called The Sit Down. It's really Mike fucking perceived. funny, dude. Yeah. Uh, thanks. I wanted to ask a question about the podcast specifically. So the podcast is you bring on guests and then you talk about crimes. Or a crime yeah, family. Just, yeah, something, you know, organized adjacent crime, at mostly. least. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's a terrible format because um, <laughs> I don't ha- I don't know anybody who knows anything about crime. So I'm usually <laughs> briefing people beforehand. And then sometimes they show up and they don't they don't know anything and they didn't do any of the research. But it's kind of a, a lot to ask people to like do research on sure. stuff. So I think I'm gonna rebrand the show. Oh really? Um, and we'll still talk about crime and history and stuff, which because I like talking about that yeah. stuff. And you got to go somewhere. And I think there are history podcasts, but but some are like specifically history podcasts. Mm-hmm. And I think the, the it kind of like relaying information to people is not my strong suit. Especially not for my guests either. Really? I've learned so much about the Sopranos and I've never watched the show. <laughs> and really? I feel like yeah, and I feel like I could like carry on a fucking conversation about it and act like I've seen the whole thing just from your okay. podcast. That's okay. I don't think that's the information specifically he's talking about conveying to people. <laughs> they, oh, well, <laughs> just it, he's like, I love history. And you're like, dude, I learned so much about the Sopranos. <laughs> yeah. Dude, uh, Polly Walnuts is a cunt. I know that, <laughs> that the Archduke frames for was assassinated <laughs> that caused world war one. Yeah. There you, you know? go. That's all <laughs> you really need. Shit. Well, I, I love the show because I think that the format, the way you have it right now, obviously, uh, you know, I think that a rebrand is also a good idea, but I love the way it's set up right now because you and the guests can get serious. And I notice when I listen to a lot of people's podcasts just on a whim, it's like, it feels like they're trying to just like pack in jokes instead of making mm-hmm. it interesting. Is that something okay. that like when you're doing the podcast, are you conscious of that, that you and your your guests are just having like a good conversation? I just get anxious because I'm like, this isn't funny. This isn't funny. And it's yeah. always, I never know how much they know about stuff. Cause I, cause I like, I mean, I like talking to comedians the best. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, having to like do research and then relay the information to them. And then sometimes I, you know, I'll be doing the show and I'm like, why do I, why did I have this person on? Right. <laughs> it's just me. This is me explaining something to them, which I could do with my dog. <laughs> you know? So it's weird in a way that like you never know. Sometimes you know you you do the show and it goes really well, and then and then and you didn't expect it to, and then sometimes you just like it's like pulling teeth. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, one hundred percent. I also, uh, yeah. What's funny? I think is uh, an episode with Darren Perlman, uh, super funny, and like uh, you're just talking shit about like comedy itself yeah. and just like uh, podcasts that talk about like comedy what's like the number one question that like irks you the most like when you just hear it when someone's because i feel like comics are so fucking like self-aggrandizing you know they think like they're the modern fucking philosophers when it's like you just talk about your dick you know i mean it's not yeah that important it really does bother me so much when comics think that like they're the life of a comedian is so interesting yeah that's kind of like a pet peeve of mine um I mean, I do. I, I mean, I like talking about stand up enough, but you see it sometimes where it's like this. Uh, it's like this thing where, like, oh, everyone must care so much about what I do. It yeah. must be so exciting for people. Totally, you know? it's real theater kid energy. You know, what I mean, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Or it's like they yeah. have an imaginary brandy and cigar when they talk about their set last night. <laughs> like, 
Yeah. Well, and there's only so much. I think that where I get annoyed, especially on like podcasts, when I hear comedians talking, is there's only so much to say about yeah, stand-up yeah. comedy at every level. Like, mm-hmm. like even Chappelle, like, as much. Not, I'm not knocking Chappelle at all, obviously, but. Like even now when he talks, like he only I, I'll knock Chappelle. <laughs> I, just, uh, I just he only will mention like about how like comedians, you know, the the overall theme is like stop censoring comedy, and yeah. but it's it feels like even he's hung up on that, like which it feels like yeah. even every podcast that's what everyone talks about is like you know PC police or whatever you want to yeah. say about it, but like it it does get so fucking repetitive, yeah. It does get repetitive, but at the same time, like, I mean, I think every comic does have that voice in their head where it's like, oh, man, I want to say this. I want to tweet this. I want to post this. And then oh. you're like, eh, should I? Eh, is this going to come back to me? You yeah. know? And and I think it's, like, so bad. So I guess I'm maybe I'm a little hung up on it, too, because I think it's so bad for comedy. Like, there's times where I'm on the podcast, I'm on my podcast, and I say something, and then people are like, and I noticed this recently, people are like, oh, I'm not going there. Um, but it's just like... That's stupid. This thing's over. This thing's over. The world's about it. We're going to be fucking killing each other. Yeah. We're going to be having a civil war really soon. Yeah. Right. Well, and, you know, yeah, I I guess that I don't necessarily want to take the conversation into exactly where we were just trying to veer from. But like, I wanted to ask you, how do you write jokes? (laughs) Well, where do you come up with it, Mike? (laughs) Premises and setups. Are those the same thing? Well, what I do is I buy a $30 moleskin notebook. (laughs) You got to have one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, like, to your point, like we've had people on the show who like were like, oh, this will be a good guest. And then they just like completely tighten up as soon as you say retarded. And yeah. it's like, if have you went on Netflix and seen who they're giving specials to? It's like, you're not getting one. Stop, give up <laughs> Give up the idea that like it's somehow merit-based. It's not. I know. Like get it out yeah. of your fucking brain and just have fun, you know? Yeah. That's, I, I guess, I don't know. Well, I was watching like an old 30 Rock episode the other night. I'm getting some e- echo. I don't know if that's my computer or what, but um, good, I was watching it. Now it's gone. Um, I was getting watching an old 30 Rock the other night and they're like, they're prepping Tracy for a, a Conan appearance and they're like, do you, do you have any stories about your wife that we can punch up and make funny for late night? And he's like, yeah, we like to play rape. She got <laughs> in, in the shower and I put on a ski mask and and like that, that was, that was on NBC at like nine yeah. o'clock. Right. Being like me and my wife, like <laughs> I, I pretend to rape my <laughs> wife. Pretend to rape her. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, obviously, uh, I was actually listening to the, the, I think the most recent Matt and Shane appearance on your podcast. I was listening to it today. And every time I hear Shane Gillis talk, I'm just like, dude, it's so crazy that they only like found a handful of things to get mad at this guy about. Like, you know, it's like the guy, like he's clearly fucking around. Like that's, what's so crazy about it. And yeah, I, I agree with you is like, if the whole SNL thing, I think people pointed out at the time, but like John Belushi, like did a, you know, the, the sushi guy sketch Yeah, yeah. where the entire joke is he's just Asian. Like that's mm-hmm. the entire joke is he's Japanese and it's not, there's yeah. no other jokes written yeah. in. He's just doing a racist accent. And you're like, these are the people that you like are expecting to have like the moral high ground here. I don't know. It's just bizarre. Yeah. Well, it's like culture just changes so rapidly, mm-hmm. but then also like that, that rape joke on 30 rock, like that was before. Cause I think it was like 2012 or 2013 when there was this big conversation about rape jokes. Yeah. And like the, the big takeaway from it for a lot of people was like, 
okay, like if you have been sexually assaulted, you might not want to like hear jokes about rape, which is like acceptable yeah. to mm -hmm. me. Or rape, as John Belushi would say. <laughs> <laughs> or lape, as a Chinese man would say. But, uh, um, but like, so that was kind of like the takeaway. So if that's the case, like if you're going to, if you're going to, you know, beat that drum over, it's like, all right, I guess I'll take that into account if that's how, if that's how people feel right now. But back, but what, but if you look at a joke like that, that's on NBC at nine o'clock, you know, it's like the, the, that, that means everybody was doing that. Yeah. So right. you have to, so you have to look at that through the lens of where our culture was and the conversations that we were having. And, you know, you can't get mad at that stuff. Right. Yeah, totally. I mean, that goes, there's the, you know, the two clips that I always go back to whenever this conversation is the Patrice O'Neill clip on Fox news where he's telling uh -huh. the, you know, that one. And then to your point, like W Kamau bell, when he had Jim Norton and Lendy West on yeah, to de debate that. rape jokes, I always thought that clip was so interesting because Lendy West is like, nobody should be talking about rape, mm -hmm. but it's like, you're on TV talking about rape. Like how is this <laughs> less triggering than hearing it in a comedy club? to someone yeah. who's survived it. So I was just, it's, you know, it seems like a catch 22. Like if you want to talk about this offensive stuff, then you have to admit that there's a, a reason to bring it up. And in doing so uh, you, you void any argument, you know, because all, right. com you know, comedians are, I, I've never really heard anyone just be like, wouldn't it be funny just to rape people, you know, like with no satire, I, I don't know. I take that back. I've listened. Yeah, to I've heard. I've listened well, to Come Town. I listen to Come Town a lot. So actually, I right, hear right, right. I hear Nick say it once a week. But uh, but yeah, like but you don't hear people say that in earnest. You know, right? Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, hundred uh, percent. Yeah, Parker. Did you have something else? Um. Yeah. Well, this is kind of a different topic, but uh, it, it's funny. I started listening to your podcast. So this is super narcissistic, but. You come, <laughs> you commented when I on one of my Facebook posts when I lost uh, fifty pounds. You said something oh, yeah. like, "Keep it up, King." Have you? Um, yeah. So it, it's weird because I've had man boobs all my life, uh -huh. and yeah. I don't really Same. meet anyone else who like has that. That isn't mm -hmm. like huge. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. did you like? Did you do shit like wear four shirts at once like me, like growing <laughs> up? Like, um, Yeah, I got a talking to at my job one time. I was waiting tables on the Upper East Side, and I had this manager, and she was like, I think she was Turkish or something, and she was like, um, you need to wear undershirt when you work. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, why? And she goes, your nipples. Oh, and she was oh, like, shit. trying to delicately tell me that my nipples are sticking uh, out. <laughs> it's like you're trying to get tips, probably. So <laughs> that's yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's a lot of old Upper East Side gay guys that come in here. Yeah. West Elm managers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I've just, I, th I'm not like a huge guy, but I think I do have, I don't know, I have like some fatty deposits over there. And I don't know what, I don't feel like they're ever going to go away because I've had them my whole life. No, totally. No, that's what I'm saying, though. You, what? like, seem like Whatever. a really slim fucking guy from what I can tell. So it's just, like, interesting because even though, like, I've lost now 70 pounds so far, like, I fucking nice. can't get rid of this shit, you know? And now they're, like, lopsided, you know? It looks like the fucking justice scale. Like, it's just <laughs> not, <laughs> like... Yeah. I think if you do, if you focus on, I mean, are, are the gyms open where you are? Um, no, but I have an exercise bike, thankfully. Okay. Or no, they're doing the outdoor gyms. Yeah, right? there's like outdoor gyms, but not really. You know. 
I think if you do flies and work on your lower chest, so work on the sides of your chest and your lower chest, yeah, that'll sort of square it off a little bit. Okay. And it'll look, you'll still have tits, but it'll look slightly yeah, that's more like, normal. That's like telling people yeah. to trim their beard a certain way so it looks like they have a jawline. <laughs> like, yeah, just do yeah, some yeah. pec flies and some delts, <laughs> then you're yeah. good. Uh, Mike, I don't want to bring the mood down it uh, too much, but I did want to ask you something. Uh, Parker and I are both big fans of Michael Brooks. How did you get to know him, and what was your relationship like with Michael Brooks? Um, so I was doing, uh, my show and, uh, I would watch, I started watching, I mean, I became more politically involved, I think a couple years ago, or I think at the beginning of the Trump administration. Sure. Um, and then I discovered Chapel, and I started watching other left wing stuff and I would watch majority report at night. Um, so Michael was on those. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I, I remember thinking like, oh, I should have this guy on my show at some point, but I should get other people from the show before I reach out to him. Um, and then he reached out to me on Twitter and he was like, Hey, I like your, you know, your stuff's really good. And I was like, Oh, thanks. I listen to your stuff, you know, every day. And then a couple weeks later he came over and did, uh, my show and then I did his show. Yeah. Um, and then I think he did my show about three, uh, um, about three times. So, um, yeah, we were, uh, I think we we became friends. He came over my house a couple times, and uh, you know, came to my barbecue once and my Christmas party, and uh, wow. and then oh. yeah, and then you know, it was it was a weird thing because it was like a, it was like a new friendship. So I always thought that we would become better friends and that would develop and stuff. But he was he was very always very accessible and always like around. And I would the few times that I had to call him up, we would you know we would chat for a while. He he very much like. He wasn't into any kind of like, he was just cool to everybody, you know, like yeah. everybody that I talked to. That's, that's fucking, that's great to hear. Cause that's how he always struck me when yeah, I watch totally. him is like, he seems so fucking personable. And I think that, yeah. uh, if you don't know who, I don't know if we've ever really talked about Michael Brooks on the podcast, yeah, but if I you don't, don't know, actually. if you don't know who he is, he's a really brilliant, uh, uh, I, I don't know what you would call him, a pundit or political, political analyst guy yeah. who passed away. You call a him few, a podcaster. Yeah, podcaster, yeah. <laughs> uh, knock him down a couple pegs. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what yeah, he needs yeah. right now. But uh, Michael Brooks passed away a few months back. and yeah. uh, But, dude, like, you know, he made everything make so much sense to me. Totally. So I, when, I, when I knew that you guys had a relationship, I was like, oh, man, I got to hear what he was like as a person, you know. So yeah. good to hear that. Good to hear that. No, just, yeah, great guy. Super, super personable, super nice, you know, very friendly, open. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I thought we would work together. But but, it, but but it was also a thing where, like, he was a little bit intimidating because he was so smart. Sure. Totally. You know? And, like, uh, I did my show with him once. I, we were at his house and we were getting ready. And I was like, he asked me how to spell something. And I was like, oh, I thought, like, you were the smart one. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like. He says something like he was like, "No, I'm dyslexic. I'm still smarter than you. I just uh, <laughs> know this one. That's great. One word. Yeah, so that's like, great. Yeah, you probably were. You probably were smarter than me. Um, <laughs> smarter than a lot of people. So there was. So sometimes it was a little, you know, intimidating. I guess you're yeah. like, I hope this guy doesn't think I'm a moron. Right. But then Matt Leck reached out to me, and he was like, Well, he he hoped that you thought he was funny. Uh-huh. So oh, that's you know, fucking. You never great. know the effect that you're having on on people and whatnot. Yeah. But, that's yeah, fucking, he obviously was very funny. And, 
That's awesome, dude. I mean, that yeah, yeah that very. that makes me super fucking happy to hear because I'm I'm always afraid of political people just being assholes. You know what I mean? Because uh-huh. like they have the ability to be like, you don't know about you know how you know Czechoslovakia's government operates. Get out of my mm-hmm. way. Yeah, and he could he had the knowledge to be that way. So I'm glad to hear yeah. that uh, he wasn't. Yeah, that's well. A- he also was a very I mean, he was a very confident guy. I mean, he really believed yeah. in himself. Yeah, he, I mean, I think he knew he was like he knew he was smart and he knew that he, you know. Like he was very, he was kind of like the opposite of a, com- you know, comics are very like, yeah, they were like, everybody hates me. You know, everybody thinks I'm a hack. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And he was very, he did have like a confidence that, uh, you know, not a lot of people have. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Good to hear Parker. Any more questions? Um, I do have one, uh, question kind of political, I guess. Who do you think? And I know that there's definitely like, I guess, for lack of a better term, political correctness on the right. Of course, there's like, you know, like why football man, no stand for flag. Like there's shit like that. Yeah. But do you Mm -hmm. think that uh, there's more, quote unquote, political correctness from leftist or from like Democrat, like corporate liberals? Like big Dems? Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, I guess... I worry about it more from leftists because I think that like if I don't know, I have this fear that like if a leftist is mad at something that I say, maybe it's because I'm like old and out of touch or something, Mm -hmm. you know. And then if a liberal, I mean, if if like some lady named Susan who has a (laughs) whose Twitter avatar is a picture of her dog, you know, gets mad at something I say, it doesn't really bother me as much because I'm like, oh, we're supposed to not like each other. Right. Yeah. But like when. Yeah, when like younger people are when younger people get pissed at me, I sometimes have to like take a moment and be like, uh oh. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. I'm sorry, vape nation, whatever you want me to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I don't know why that is, because young people are pretty or can be stupid too. Oh yeah, I mean yeah. more yeah. more likely than not, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They create Dr. Phil podcasts and yeah, shit like that's that. That's exactly <laughs> what right. that's exactly what those morons do. Uh but you know what I mean? I just I just don't want to be thought of in that way where like yeah. I don't want to be seen as like some, you know, some old guy who doesn't no, who totally. doesn't know stuff or isn't inclusive or whatever. Yeah, that's why I don't even like saying political correctness, just because like so many people who like talk about that shit are really just right wingers or like oh why yeah. can't i say the n-word and yeah it's like uh, right right right, right. me and parker use the example all the time but like there was a comedian here in sacramento for a while who's no longer living here yeah john porter i'll say his name I don't oh. <laughs> uh who like went on he would just go on stage and just be like i forget exactly the wording of the joke because it was bad and not funny but yeah it was something along the lines of like i heard that 70 percent of trans people killed themselves i think that number should be higher and then when everyone was like, what yeah. the fuck's wrong with you? He's like, well, I mean, political, what are the PC police yeah, coming yeah. after me? And it's like, you're just stupid. You yeah. know what I mean? And I, I'm afraid that people like that yeah. are what like intoxicate people to totally. like, I don't know, you know, to just completely miss nuance and satire. I think that those people are the ones who kind of like, you know, ruin it for everybody, I guess. It's the yeah, right word. But those people are like few and far between. They obviously don't get very far and yeah. like they're lazy. I mean, you have to be like, those people are just lazy comics That's in true. their own true. in their own way. They're just as lazy as someone being like, you know, hey, Trump is bad or like, hey, you know, That's a good point. someone yeah. being self-righteous or whatever. Yeah. So good point. and it's like, I mean, comedy is so hard because you have to say the stuff that other people haven't thought to say. You have to find like the take mm-hmm. wherever it is. Find the position, the point of view. Yeah. It hasn't been found, you know. Yeah. So that's why. So that guy is just 
that guy is his own version of a hack. And yeah. Then, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Totally. Well, that's, yeah, that's a good point. What if I told you that's actually my joke? <laughs> You're a hack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I think that brings <laughs> us... Mike, do you have a hard out or anything? You have to go. No. Okay, cool, man. Uh, I think that brings us to a good spot to talk about today's episode of Dr. Phil. Um, this is season 19, episode three. I don't even know if this thing's aired yet. Oh, yeah, aired on September 16th. So we're a couple days removed here. Uh, this is a classic Dr. Phil fucking dynamic. This is called the Karen Phenomenon. Yeah, they're really uh, trying to like fucking uh they're kind of doing the whole pokemon go to the polls thing like they're just totally. trying to be so fucking topical yeah after we, we ask all of our guests i forgot mm -hmm. to ask you oh, Mike, yeah. what is like do you what is your familiarity with dr phil like well my mom would watch oprah almost every day at okay. around four o'clock and i remember like when dr phil first became a regular guest on the oprah show you know it was very much like um she was like, like everybody loved Dr. Phil. Right. But I think now, I think now most people know that he's a little full of shit. Right. But you, you, know? you I mean, I'm sure a lot of these. Yeah. But I okay, don't know that, much about. Okay. That's good to hear though, that you're at least aware that he actually doesn't help anybody ever. <laughs> yeah. 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 Cause some people come in like, he's just the TV doctor guy. And you're like, no, he's not giving valid advice almost ever. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Do you know though, if he like, uh, has Department of Defense funding because I could have swore I heard that on your podcast once, Doctor Phil. Not that I um maybe I might have maybe the episode I did with Michael Brooks. Yeah, that's the last it. one I did with him could have there. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Parker um, said that. Surprise. And then I tried to do a bunch of research and could not find a fucking speck of it on the internet. So, but Ellen has that type of funding where it's like even if it's just something as little as like. Let's support our troops. Let's support our mil our cops and our military. Wow. You know? Yeah. Sometimes that is paid for or they have these relationships That's with the state crazy. department. Just so it's like just to paint these people in like a positive yeah. light. Yeah. You know? Yeah. She's uh, just like dancing on yeah. George Floyd. Yeah. Just <laughs> yeah. Ellen just fucking beating the shit out of an intern and then yeah. being like, but don't forget <laughs> yeah. to vote this November. <laughs> yeah. Support our cops. Yeah. Support the police. Here's how police treat black people. And then just her kicking the shit out of a PA. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, no, right. He likes it. Yeah. Yeah. No, he wants to make it far in the business. This is what yeah. he needs to happen. Uh, all right. Uh, Mike, I'm going to switch my screen over to share screen and uh, we'll get into this episode here. Uh, do, 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 do. Fucking, I hate Zoom. Yeah, you're only our second Zoom guest. So thank you for bearing with us. Yeah, we're figuring yeah, of it course. out. Oh, boy. Now you get the hang of it. Clip. Yeah, are oh, you doing a lot thanks. of Zoom stuff right now? Um. Yeah, here and there, like for my show and then some, uh, some I mean, it, it, it's pretty, it's pretty you know, once you get the hang of it. Yeah. I just, I think we're fine. still trying to figure, figure out all the functionality and YouTube's not helping me much mm -hmm. right now either. Hold on a second. Yeah. It's pretty intuitive though, I guess. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, you're fine. This is very unprofessional of me. I hate that whenever I make a YouTube playlist no on my phone, it always uh -huh. just sets it automatically to locked and then I'm unable to access it from my fucking computer. Oh, yeah. It makes so no dumb. goddamn sense. It's the same account. Um, somebody asked me recently they were like why are guys obsessed with Joe Rogan and I was like well women were obsessed with Oprah and yeah. you could almost argue that 
maybe Oprah launched because Oprah didn't Oprah launch Dr. Oz. So Dr. Oz, yeah. Dr. Phil. Yeah. 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 So you could maybe argue that Oprah's legacy is worse than Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, yeah. that's funny because it's like, you know, why are guys obsessed with Joe Rogan? Why are fucking girls obsessed with serial killers? Yeah. <laughs> like, or I mean, or the fucking right. Kardashians. Everyone's just got their own favorite yeah, shit. Like, their own dumb shit. Just, yeah. I don't know. Everyone's and, got bullshit that, they, that they're into. Yeah. Yeah. And Joe Rogan actually helped end Milo Yiannopoulos. So oh, checkmate. Yeah. And, ladies, and Dave that. Rubin. Yeah. And Dave Rubin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just like ideas. Yeah, just uh, an idea. <laughs> uh, all right. Shopper seen in viral video defending her decision to go maskless insists I am not a Karen. Dude, internet. One of the most notorious up. and viral Karen videos of the year took place in a supermarket just down the street from here in Los Angeles back in June. Now, the video shows a woman storming out of her local supermarket after being told to wear a mask. Now, that woman is here today for her first ever sit-down. Uh, Mike, also uh, very important, if you want to uh, comment, riff, whatever, just raise your hand. Just throw a hand up, yeah. yeah. It, you'll, it'll, it'll probably happen sooner than you think. Also, uh, Mike will see it, but if you don't know what video Dr. Phil's talking about, there was a video that went viral of some lady just in a Trader Joe's in Hollywood just losing her shit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. On interview, she says that video tells only half of the story. Now, before we meet her, take a look at the clip that has... But it's kind of a crazy thing because it's like, why are we giving this... Why is he giving this woman any more attention? Why Dude. can't we just look at that video and go, this woman's crazy and and selfish and whatever it is. Yeah. Full of shit. Yeah. And why can't we just move on from that? Because why Dr. Because Dr. Phil's team can't avoid a a chance to like get within pop culture. Like they yeah. just yeah. love being part of the zeitgeist. And it's funny that you stopped it right here because I think it's a good time to say this. Is like I was telling Parker, this is this episode of Dr. Phil's basically a fucking South Park episode. Like mm -hmm. this is Dr. Phil. He's tackling the masks. Uh, the Karen situation and Black Lives Matter all in one fucking episode titled The Karen Phenomenon. It does such a disservice to like any daytime television that could actually have productive conversations. But all right, and let's get into this. Everybody talking with over 15 million views. Grand opening weekend at this Trader Joe's, a video from opening night went viral. <laughs> this is Karen. Following the state mandate, masks are required to enter this store. The woman in that cell phone video told me a medical condition prohibits her from wearing a mask. I have a breathing problem. My doctor would not let me wear a mask. So anyone harassing me to wear a mask, you guys are violating federal I love how she's screaming at the top of her lungs saying she has a breathing <laughs> <Yeah>. problem. <laughs> yeah. Also, I'm so fucking attracted to this woman. Yeah, she's pretty hot, honestly. Like, just because she's so belligerent and stupid i don't know it's something probably that reminds me of my childhood somewhere but like <laughs> i'm just so fucking i'm like yeah yeah it's fuzzy too mike just for context i work at trader joe's uh and like mm -hmm. yeah this I, do you know like how bad you have to be to get kicked out of a trader joe's like we <laughs> try to give you every opportunity i had earlier during covid a customer not wearing a mask uh, assaulted, like pushed one of our employees. Jeez. She like stumbled and almost fell and they just let her shop. And then at the end of the transaction, we're like, you're not allowed back here. Like, mm -hmm. so that's how bad this lady must have actually yeah. been is that they're asking her to leave. I 
decided to go to Trader Joe's on that day to pick up a few things. I walked straight to the store manager. She said, just for today. Like, are we going to really hear anything? Is there, is there going to be anything in this interview <laughs> yeah, that we you, didn't know already? Yeah, can you tell your side of the story? No, it's all on video. Yeah. There's no need. <laughs> like, go are ahead. we really going to get another side of the story? Yeah, yeah. It, well, the only thing I think, I don't know if she actually says it in the video here, but she does point out that uh, she's not white. She's Armenian. Mm -hmm. So that's a fun twist yeah. to it to yeah. just be like, no, I'm not. I'm not a complete and total cunt. I'm just Armenian. Yeah, well, we hate all women on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. We don't give Thank a shit you, about what your ethnicity is. is. <laughs> and do your shopping without your mask on. I see this man standing there, tall, middle-aged, older white guy shopper with a mask on. So he started screaming at me, you bitch, wear your mask. And then I reacted. You guys are violating federal... Yeah, I don't... I what? Like, why'd you just throw that in? Like, that has anything to do with the remaining part of this clip. I don't know. Like, it seems like she's just grasping at straws to try to make herself likable at all. She's like, a white yeah. dude was yelling at me. So, well, my, my uncle had to call my, uh, my like 95 year old, 94 year old grandmother, and, just, and he had to be like, you have to stop going to Costco, like in the beginning of the pandemic. <laughs> like, you can't go to Costco. You have to wear a mask. Stay in your house. It's really bad because just the information they're getting is so. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? She's like, no, I'm getting hydroxychloroquine <laughs> yeah. at Costco. Yeah, what do you a, not they understand? Have, they have a whole pallet of it there. Here I am surrounded by all these people mocking me, calling me Karen. I am not a Karen. Karen's are people that judge others. I was not the one judging them. After this ordeal, unfortunately, I got a lot of attacks. I mean, it's funny to be like, I wasn't judging anybody, and then in the video scream, democratic pigs. <laughs> <laughs> That's not necessarily the definition of being, not throwing stones, you know? From friends, my stress level has gone up. I don't necessarily wanna go deep into my condition because I don't have to. There's a HIPAA law that protects me from sharing with people. Whatever Karen is described as, I am so far from that. I was just a woman minding my business and I simply expressed my right to not wear a mask. I definitely do not think that the mask should be mandated. Hundreds and thousands of people die from the flu every year. But there's no frenzy about it. Okay, we really well, are well, in the age of uh, backlash against white women. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Honestly, I mean, for, go ahead. Yeah. Well, just forever, it used to be like white men, white men. That's all you heard about. Nobody really, nobody was like white women. Yeah. And because they were, they were able to like hide behind the, you know, the, they were able to be like, we're victims too. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Now it's just like, now, now that everyone's playing catch up, it's a little bit easier for, you know, yeah. guys like us yeah. to sort of, now everybody's like, oh, wait a minute, you know? Well, I think that maybe, like, not that white men have completely, you know, turned it around or anything, but I think that white course. men know when to pick and choose now. You know what <laughs> right. I mean? Like, you don't have a lot of white dudes just, like most white guys go like, everyone's against me, even no matter what I do in the situation, I'm just going to lay low. <laughs> so well, so well, the, white women are like that little, that little brain inside of the, in from Ninja Turtles that was in like, his name's Crag or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, know like actually calling the shots and pulling the strings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because when you think about like, when you think like, because you, you go through your life and you're like, man, I like, 
you're like, am I the misogynist? Because sometimes I really don't like women. And then you think back and you're like, oh, it's white women. Yeah, it's all it's always white women. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I totally agree. I think that uh, I think that you're right on with their pulling the strings. thing. <laughs> That's yeah. Welcome. Hi, Dr. Phil. Uh, I'm glad to meet you. And nice to meet for, you. you said half of the story was told. So I want to give you every opportunity to tell the other half. You, you said the man looks to me like he was about to stab me. So you felt. <laughs> Dude, what a white woman thing to say right there. I know she says she's Armenian, but. I thought I was if there's, get stabbed, yeah. If there's ever someone to accuse someone of about to stab me in a Trader Joe's, it's a white woman. <laughs> Threatened. I did, most definitely. It almost felt like he's about to charge at me. And you know, Considering everything that the, we have been going through in this lockdown. Okay, she has to be Middle Eastern. Her name's Sandrella. Sandrella? Yeah, you don't have sand in your name unless you're Middle Eastern. <laughs> That's low-hanging fruit. And hearing stories of people. I've heard a story in the beginning of the lockdown where um, people got stabbed in a grocery store. <laughs> when I am hearing this man's hostility coming at me, Dr. Phil's so like, well, maybe someone shouldn't have taken the left fucking pork chop. <laughs> <And then Yeah. laughs> so much anger and, and just aggression, and he just kept going and going. I went, I felt almost like I'm experiencing PTSD. I got triggered, so... Holy it, shit, dude. This lady's awesome. Yeah, that's <laughs> amazing. This is actually everyone else's problem for uh, yeah. fucking with me. Dude, can you imagine just like a, a fucking Vietnam vet saying this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, they're like, yeah, she's got a point. <laughs> All those Trader Joe's workers <laughs> came out of the trees, man. <laughs> <laughs> In those moments, I just reacted because I felt like I don't know what he could do. He, for all I know, he could have ran at me and just stabbed me. I'm going to vote for this lady for sheriff. <laughs> She's like, everyone's a suspect, and I'm afraid everyone's going to kill me. Dr. Phil's like, well, why didn't you shoot him? I don't get <laughs> Didn't you have a gun on you? Yeah, you're braver than me. Wow. <laughs> you said that you had actually called the store manager ahead of time, but then you went to the wrong store. That is true. But what's important is that regardless of that, I was still escorted to the store manager. And this is the kind she of stuff where it's like, you're a, you're a liar. You're a, yeah, I, yeah. it's just like, this is how you, that's how you should deal with people who behave like that. When people lie, you cut them off and you go like, that's right. why is he even talking? A, a good psychologist does that. Does just, does not let them lie. You're right. Yeah. That's what a good psychologist would do. It's also like, it's so obvious that she's lying because she's doing that thing where she like accused the guy of like, I was afraid he's going to stab me. And then she circles it back to tie it to the lie where she's like, I heard a story about people getting stabbed in the store. Yeah. I thought this yeah. was one of those guys. It's like, yeah, you're just lying. Now you're just like trying too hard to make the lie work, you know? And also it's yeah. dumb. Cause it's like, if fucking, if you're scared that you're going to get stabbed over an altercation about a mask, wouldn't you just wear a mask then? Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> That's a good point is like, or just not go yeah. to the store. Yeah. yeah. If you were afraid you might get stabbed in the store. Yeah. I just like I've said this on my show before, but I feel like when you look at like the the way this country is declining, yeah, there are like bad people and there's fascists, there, there's there's fascism and there's people trying to take over and grab power and everything. But like a big component of like the downfall of America, I think, is just people being rubes and people not knowing when they're being lied to and manipulated and you know yeah. bamboozled. Like people just people just trust everybody so much. Yeah. It's like stop trusting each other. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Well, I, Dave like, Rubin, disagree, but... <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's get back into it. Need the permission. She said, just for today, go ahead and do their shopping just for today. Okay, so, so you had permission from the store I manager. I had permission. That's what people need to know. It's not like okay. uh, whatever stories they're putting out there. There's so many false narratives about what happened all right i'm gonna come to her this defense isn't even, oh yeah. go ahead mike this isn't even like good this isn't even like good trashy tv this no 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 like Dude, maury, it's, it's mundane it's not even like maury with the fat babies or something you know? <laughs> yeah 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 uh i i will come to this woman's defense for a second is like that's something that's happened at the trader joe's i work at is like manager says something doesn't tell enough people uh, and then people start harass like not harassing but hassling a a customer and then they have to be like your fucking manager said i could and then you're like ah shit yeah sorry about that but i just don't know if that's a real thing uh, a real condition where because they're because yeah. right after this video came out there were people doing videos where they were like i have a breathing condition i i, I i'm a bartender i work 12 14 hour shifts and i still wear my mask the whole time right so i don't know yeah 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 no i mean i'm i'm in the same boat as you it's like I, I know it's not nearly as bad as like other breathing conditions, but I've got coworkers with asthma. I've got really bad allergies and I still got to wear that fucking mask eight days a, or eight hours a day. So I agree. I don't, I don't really feel, I don't feel any sympathy for this woman. I'm just saying that I do kind of, I can picture a world where she's right. The manager gave her permission and shit. So they're saying they saw me with a mask on and that supposedly I walked in and it caused a scene. I was walking around and getting in people's faces completely, complete lies. So you weren't coughing on people, sneezing on people? Absolutely not. You didn't run through a line uh, and burst into the store? Why did you say these were Democratic pigs? (laughs) In the last couple of months. Because I talked to the manager and they said I can do that. So (laughs) that's specifically on the phone what they said to do. I don't know if it's just because like English is clearly her second language, but there's a big difference between Democratic pigs and Democrat pigs. Democratic Democratic pigs are just like just anybody who lives in America. (laughs) That's what's funny to me. During this entire lockdown, I was like viciously harassed on my social media posts by people that are affiliated with the Democratic Party. It's just Armenian genocide deniers. (laughs) 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 Never happened, lady. Get off Facebook. System of down. No, I think it did happen. It should have happened more after listening. They could have just got her great grandma and ended it all. Just because I had different ideologies than them. Okay, so so in those moments, I felt like. You know, the way they were acting towards me and especially also calling me Karen, which is something that party, I think they invented that word Karen. Uh, <laughs> the Democratic Party. This is some real Alex Jones shit she's going into. Yeah. The Democratic Party is the one who started calling people Karens. <laughs> They're funded by George Soros. Like. But so you, um, you equated them with people that were attacking you online. Yes. Good place to cut that one. They... I don't know. Every single clip from this new season, Dr. Phil's production team cuts it right in the middle of a word. Yeah. It's so fucking stupid. Uh, all right. Yeah. Neighbors call. That's also that. But, but that's like a fun little grift, too, where people go like, you know, like we need to we, people. We, we just have different ideologies. Like we can disagree. And it's like, oh, OK, like what's your position? And you're like, oh, I just think people should be tear gassed at the border. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 
Yeah, totally. It's not about like pineapple on pizza. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. She's yeah, like interesting, interesting ideology that you have. Yeah. Well, and you know, like she's also like, well, I wasn't harassed. I wasn't bothering anybody. It's like, well, the reason you have to wear the mask is because if you don't, you might kill somebody. So you kind of are bothering people. Yeah. Like, it's not fair to just be like, I was just minding my own business. Just, you know, possibly spreading this fucking life threatening illness. Yeah. It's stupid. Uh, all right. This is where it starts turning into like a fucking hodgepodge of pop culture is yeah. now we get to talk to the guy whose neighbors called the police when man stencils black lives matter outside his home if you don't remember this one i think this took place in san francisco really uh yeah yeah where the lady was just like she looked like a super villain yeah remember totally. that lady with the fucking big oh, eyebrows God. up there so scary yeah yeah so that's this we talked to the the guy who was stenciling it i'm asking you if this is your property why are you asking because it's private property. Last month, during the nation's turmoil over Black Lives Matter, I decided to write Black Lives Matter on our house. I was interrupted by the couple asking me if this was defacing private property. You don't know if I live here or if this is- It would be funnier if she was just like, no, I don't care that you're defacing public property. Just stop lying to people. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a funnier stance for this woman to have. My property. We actually do know. That's why we're asking. Oh, really? God damn it. That's so, it's still fucking haunting Jesus. looking at her face. Yeah. Why didn't he just throw water at her? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you live here, right? No, said because so. we know the person who does live here. I asked him very clearly, you don't know if I live here. To which they responded, no, we know you don't live here because we know who the owner is. I'm on my home turf. I'm standing in front of the house that I've rented for 18 years. It's street values around Jesus. 13 million. They're assuming that a person of color can't live in their own neighborhood. Well, then call the cops. I'll be right here. They call the police and in two they, Yeah, the cops were there in 14 seconds because it's a nice neighborhood. <laughs> and I was shot uh, yeah. multiple times. They kicked me in the head and then asked her what was going on. Yeah, he's Minutes. in a wheelchair right now. Yeah. <laughs> the police came to the house. I recognized the police officer immediately. Said, hey, you live here. I said, yeah, I do. When he said, we have the I same haircut. Yeah, <laughs> 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 it really does. Yeah. Problem with my skin. I think they had a problem with the message. And I also believe that they thought I was hurting property values. That's Karen, and she's calling the cops. Since I posted the video, the response has been overwhelmingly positive. <laughs> <laughs> just love him admitting that he posted it just to get fans. Yeah. He's like, everybody loves me now. That's that's my life now. Yeah. We've got like a painting of George Floyd. This guy's kind of hateable too, right? Am I the only one getting vibes from him? It's like, it feels well, like you're in love with yeah, the fact this happened to you. Right? Yeah, he's a stuck-up SF liberal. Yeah, like, yeah. that's how I feel about him. I don't know. Maybe I've just encountered a lot of people like this, but... From Hawaii. Aloha. I was really moved by... Okay, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, see, dude, he just loves that he's getting fame off of it. Yeah. For San Quentin. People in prison. I'm using... He got mail from someone in San Quentin. That's pretty cool. Three words. Black lives matter, but it might as well say equality for everybody. It's the same message. As he's in a thirteen million dollar yeah. home, what a shithead! And he's Here renting, right? Oh, is he renting it? Yes. Yeah, oh, I, th I thought he, he said he owned it. Okay, never mind. I kind of, I mean, still fuck him. I but think he I said I, I rented the house for eighteen years. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Hopefully, he's got some rent control then. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Doctor Phil. What do you think the motive was? Did she object to what you were writing? I believe it was because of the color of my skin, um, and I believe it was the message itself that she had a problem with because she was quite aware. I was, wa I was 
work. <laughs> They're showing pictures of him afterwards, and it looks like other people have come to like write on it with chalk. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's like a picture, like a looks like an obey type picture of uh, George Floyd. And then a sign that just says, mind your business, Karen. <laughs> just, what white girl wrote that? <laughs> yeah, I know. Just, yeah, just some fucking girl that goes to SF State. Just, she's a fucking theater major. Working with chalk. Okay, well, here's what they said when they called the police, because we got the actual 911 call. There's a guy stenciling on a building on golf. What is it? Black Lives Matter. He's all set up. He has stencils. He has chalk. Is that Somebody. A home? Yes. Do you know who lives at the house? I don't. Then oh, worry. wow. Yeah. Damn, so they just yeah, outed themselves. Yeah, yeah. Hispanic. Oh. Do you guys ever have moments in your life, though, where you feel like kind of a Karen? Where you go like, uh, the music's a little loud today, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I, you know? yeah. I was actually, as I was pulling the clips, I started thinking about that. It's like, I hope that we don't get to a point where just like any time you complain about anything in the any. service industry is considered yeah. like being a Karen. I've told it on yeah. this podcast, but I've only ever left like one like angry note to a manager. And it was like, I went to Wingstop one time and uh, they were like, busy as shit and there was like four employees and like two of them were working and then the other two were just like in the back flirting and mm -hmm. uh it took like an hour to get my food and then afterwards i was just like oh can i talk to a manager i just want to like tell them that you guys are doing good and they were like oh we don't have a manager on duty right now and i was like all right well that kind of yeah. answers that but or just like the other employees uh killed the manager yeah that's actually hard. well i have this weird thing in, in, in my neighborhood because i live near like a cemetery like like around the corner from me is a cemetery mm -hmm. so there's people who hang out near the cemetery and they drink and they play really loud music that you can hear like for blocks mm. you can hear it for blocks you know yeah and I just had these thoughts where I'm like, am I? There's no way the only I'm the only one who's bothered by this. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And that kind of is. I mean, it. I hate this like the mind your business Karen thing. Like, yeah, this lady's fucking wrong. But at some point, isn't disruptions like that kind of everyone's business? You know what I mean? If everybody yeah. was just doing that, the world would be fucking madness. Yeah. If everyone was just playing I, I mean, their I favorite never, song loudest, I would shit. never like. I would never call the cops for noise. Of course, oh. no. Yeah. But I'm also not going to be like, wow, I live in such a cultural hub. Of, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. This is awesome that I get to experience this. Yeah. Well, and I don't know, like, obviously, like you said, I would never call the cops on someone for being loud. But it's also like, I, it wouldn't surprise me if someone did call the cops on that. You know, just be like, yeah, these people are playing yeah. music way too fucking loud. I wouldn't yeah. be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'd be like, I get it. You know, it bugged me too. Yeah. 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 45 Yes, we want to meet with officers. Do we want to meet with officers? I don't really want to be on social media. Oh, I don't think they yelled at me calling me a Karen. Well, we reached out to Lisa and Robert for a statement, but we received no response as of the tape date. Robert and Lisa issued public apologies uh, to James in the wake of the viral video sensation. Here's an excerpt from Lisa's apology to James. When I watched the video, I'm shocked and sad that I behaved the way I did. I did not realize at the time that my actions were racist and have learned a painful lesson. I'm taking a hard look at the meaning behind white privilege 
and am committed to growing from this experience. Such a perfect fucking San Francisco white lady yeah. thing. <laughs> that is perfectly worded for a San Francisco white liberal. Yeah, she's like, also, uh, I would redact this if I didn't realize that Asians can. <laughs> yeah. <tan>. Yeah. So. <laughs> she's like, I didn't know there was brown Asians. That one's yeah. on me, folks. Man, I'm so sorry I called the cops on a little girl selling water on the street. Um, <laughs> yeah. I better, I'm going to grow from this experience. Yeah, yeah, that was that one's on me. Hand up yeah. there. Here's an excerpt from Robert's apology. He says, uh, Who gives a shit? <laughs> Move on, Dr. Phil. I've had my eyes yeah. opened wide to my own ignorance of racial <laughs> inequality. I, I have my eyes open wide, unlike this gentleman who I trusted. <laughs> yeah. And yes. I am so sorry. <laughs> and I have thought a lot about my own personal blind spot. And unlike uh, the man in question, I will be checking my blind spots at all times. But uh, <laughs> I was wrong to question, pronounce your last name for me. Oh, one of you, one of you. Uh, and I was wrong to call the neighborhood police watch. Uh, it was wrong, and I am profoundly sorry for treating him with disrespect. Trump I, 2020. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all I have to say. Yeah, those people voted for Trump. Yeah. Or they will. I absolutely agree. But, he treated. Or they were Mayor Pete supporters. Yeah. I it's one or the other. Def, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Me with disrespect, but I think it's downplaying the fact that she was calling in a lethal response for completely non criminal behavior. And they're also. So kind are of you saying that she's. In her own right, a girl boss? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> it sounds like this is what we want in Hollywood. I mean, that they're just becoming aware of racial inequality in America. Where have they been? Uh, fucking San Francisco, dumbass. You live in an $18 million house and you're confused how people can live well, in a bubble? Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's like, I don't understand. What is... He's like, I mean, it... It's racism. It's not something made up like wealth inequality. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Woman labeled. There are certain people. It's like, I mean, sometimes you do have to like accept, I, I guess you, right. You have to like accept an apology and let some people have, you know. Yeah. 1000%. Yeah. Like I, I think like, it seems like they're sorry for sure. I mean, I mean, it's hard to say whether they're sorry for their actions or like, sorry that their businesses got destroyed. But like, mm -hmm. I agree with you is like, that's why this guy's kind of bugging me a little bit is like, like, well, their business was selling black, selling I can't breathe t-shirts <laughs> yeah, yeah. for $64. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hashtag black lives matter shirts. Uh, yeah. But no, you're like, I agree with you. And like, that's kind of why this guy's bugging me a little bit is like, I, I would just want to move like, on. Buddy, from this. you're a fucking renter. Yeah. You're a renter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just want to move on. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just want to be like, ah, dude, it, it happened. These people are like, whatever, they're sorry or whatever. Uh, all right. Now, Dr. Phil makes that guy who had one incident about black lives matter debate a woman who had an incident about masks and it's just completely devolved into nothingness i'm asking you if this is your property why are you asking because well, it's private property well then call the cops i'll be right here you think it's wrong that he posted this Absolutely. You're, you're being racist towards people of my color, and I was born in... Yeah, I get it, sister. There we go. <laughs> nice, get it. Yeah. Committing. It's what we call committing to the bit, baby. Yeah, yeah. You gotta stay in character. <laughs> in Beirut, Lebanon. I came when I was 12 years old. Yes, I have light skin color, but to say that I have white privilege and to label me as Karen is outrageous. It is so racist. Have you ever been pulled over by the police for speeding 
Like, of course, has your not first speeding, thought but... ever been, uh -huh. this is how I'm going to die? No. <laughs> <laughs> how I play, that's so anecdotal. You could just easily just keep lying and go like, yeah, all the time. All Next the question. <laughs> Next question, bitch. I've got you checkmated. Because <laughs> that's your white privilege speaking. But that's what you believe. That's your white privilege. But then you're enforcing your views on others. You just, you just answered my question. Why do you feel like you're going to get shot at? Why? Because it happens every day to people of color. Because that's you, why Black Lives uh -huh. Matter. That's why we're not talking about all lives matter or been, white lives. Dude, this is so confusing. <laughs> this lady went from being an anti-masker to an all lives matter person without even really saying anything. Yeah. Yeah. Because well, they always have these conversations, and they present it under the under the pre the the pretext of like, oh, we're just going to hear different people's perspectives. Yeah. 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 Not and it's like you look at somebody like. Sorry, God. no, you're oh, good. Yeah. No, 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 dude. No, I'm kind of on my soapbox a little no, bit. No, get yeah. on that fucking soapbox, Mike. All right. Well, it's just like you look at people like Philando Castile, who, mm -hmm. who I'm sure he was like, I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do. Right. Yeah, taking my gun out, putting it on the dashboard, and he still ended up dead. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. After yeah, after. But let's hear what this couple. fucking let's hear what this bitch has to say. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah. hear the counterpoint. Yeah. She's uh, she doesn't have a soapbox because her minions don't believe in soap. But problem <laughs> 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 with white people being shot in their bedrooms while they're running, while they're breathing, oh, you don't think while they're existing. That have been shot. They, they're, don't, they don't talk about it on the news black, media. Black, do you agree that on the news media? The news. I just this is my this is my favorite fucking Black Lives Don't Matter argument is that the cops kill white people too. Yeah, it's like what in, in what world do you think that's a good argument? Yeah. It's just like no, Check they're killing me, everybody, right. so that's fine. It's like I don't, I don't, I literally cannot track that logic of being like, look, they kill yeah. everybody, so they're not yeah. something to be afraid of. Look, Nazis didn't just kill right. Jews; they killed gypsies. Too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Nazis hated gay people too, so yeah. I mean, maybe not that bad. That's all I'm saying. Uh, no, but like I, I use this. Uh, the rapper Killer Mike said this. Uh, like I think this was like when Eric Garner died. He said this in an interview. Is he was like, uh, the reason I think everybody should support Black Lives Matter is what they do to some of us, they'll eventually do to all of us. And like that's the fucking ideology I subscribe to. Here is like, yeah, I don't want anyone to get fucking killed by the police. Like, what a weird argument to have. Is like they kill white people too. So weird. Right. Well, because the cops killed that guy Daniel Shaver yeah. in a in a hotel room. Yeah. Because he was like, so. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I got a yeah. dude. You're all good. Is I that, got a 13 year old Yorkie. Um, is that Frankie or Oliver? That's Oliver. I uh, I hate yeah. I hate how you just went inside baseball. That <laughs> makes me fucking irate. <laughs> uh, what were you saying, Mike? It's just yeah. It like it's bizarre to me that you could see because that guy Daniel Shaver was in yeah. a hotel in a hotel hallway. And the, and he's on his hands and knees. He was a white guy, and he's on his hands and knees. And the cops are like, "Don't fucking move!" He's like, "Okay, I'm not moving." And they still, the cops still shot him. Yeah, so you see that video, and you go, "Oh, oh, okay, so it's fine. They kill everybody." <laughs> well, yeah, yeah that video. I mean, that Daniel Shaver video. If people haven't seen it, I don't know if you can really recommend watching it because it's so fucking graphic. But mm -hmm. there's that point where like he's like telling them, "I'm so fucking drunk right now." And they're like, okay, fine. And then like, they're like, move. And then he starts to move and his pants fall down and he reaches to pull up his pants and they shoot him. It's like, he's, he told you he's shit face drunk. Like you guys are going to have to take the reins on this one. Yeah, totally. You can't yeah. really expect someone to be shit face drunk and also be able to follow orders to a T. You know what I mean? That's not, 
that's not most people have trouble following cops orders because they're under stress like yeah if i had fucking a like ars pointed at me i don't think i would act rationally let uh-huh. alone if i was shit-faced you know um yeah, yeah. it's also a weird thing though like because when you look at the covid numbers like i it was a to me it was a lot more sad when there were maybe like you know 300 people dying in, in italy in a day yeah or like or like oh 30 you know 10 people died in the u.s today but now but then when you get to like two hundred thousand people dead you i don't know there's this weird self-preservation thing where you're like fuck well that's not going to be me and it's harder to feel Mm -hmm. it's harder to like feel for people i think yeah i don't know that's how i feel i feel the same way but it's more about how deep we get into this where i'm like fuck like I'm just trying to survive now. And so like when I hear about someone getting sick or getting like, you know, dying from it, I'm just like, thank God it wasn't me. Yeah. You know, like I have like this weird, it's disgusting. Like I don't like it about myself, but I do think it's like biological that I'm just like happy it wasn't nature. Yeah. 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 For sure. I agree. I believe black lives matter just like all lives matter. We, I matter. Armenian lives matter. Lebanese lives matter. Chinese lives matter. All, all right. Stop right there, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> lives matter. But you understand, though, that all lives aren't mm-hmm. being executed on the street. Oh, that it's black to, lives well, in America what, uh-huh. because of 400 years of systematic oppression yeah. that are, that we're, that's the problem that we're trying to solve and that we're We've focusing come a long on. Way since then. You're distracting. I think Black Lives Matter is an important movement, and I think... And I'm not just saying that because of the sweet new Jays Steve Harvey (laughs) gave me. (laughs) (laughs) Helps raise awareness of the many issues that are facing the black community. Why is he talking to this guy like he's black? (laughs) He's like pointing at him like... He just points right at him. He's like, this guy knows. He's like, listen, brother. um, (laughs) (laughs) Wakanda forever. Uh, Yeah, that's the one thing I want to say is go off, King. Uh, (laughs) You feel me, brother? (laughs) (laughs) He just daps him him up. (laughs) And my viewers to challenge ourselves to really think and to act in a more purposeful way how we can address the racism that we witness in our lives. And it's past time that we as a society act to help address these issues. And my hope is that we can all work together uh, to do better through peaceful protests and by educating ourselves Peaceful? I said peaceful. <laughs> if I see a single person with a fucking brick, I'm, I'm going to call the cops again. Tells about and then supporting important legislation because I think that's where the rubber meets the Holy road. shit, Robin Good. got more work done. God, holy, holy God. That's who's who's that? That's who's Dr. Phil's wife. That is. Is it? Yeah, she's at every <laughs> single taping. Yeah. That- really? Yeah, doesn't she look like Jigsaw from Saw? Yeah, she really does. <laughs> She's terrifying. She looks like Steven Tyler. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> Road uh, and making smart, informed, personal choices about our neighbors. Absolutely. So, you know, that's what it means to me. And Robin and I have talked about it uh, a lot because it's been brought into very, very sharp focus. I don't know if this makes sense, but she just looks cold, like temperature wise, like the way she's sitting and everything. It looks like she's like freezing her tits off in there, but her tits are fake. So they're, you know, they're yeah. not really staying on anyway. The most co- 
All right. Uh, oh, they just put the fucking the Good trailer for the episode. God, at man, the, end. the editing the, on this such bad production. It's crazy, insane. Unlike this podcast, it's just yeah. <laughs> it sounds like an NPR podcast. Uh, all right, this last video we'll watch. I think it's the only one that really matters uh, remaining. Is all videos matter. Actually, <laughs> <but> <laughs> Canadian activist says Karen is a racial label against white women with an opinion. Uh, the other two videos are just like Dr. Phil's takeaway from the episode. And then the, this one's actually kind of funny, but we won't watch it because I think Mike actually summed it up pretty well early on is it's like they bring in a black professor and then a white professor and the white professor stances that like calling someone a Karen is just deeply misogynistic. And the black lady's like, well, yeah, but like white women are also white. And the lady's like, yeah, for sure. But it's also women don't have power, so they can't actually be the oppressor. It's just like, it's just a conversation about intersectionality without even mentioning it. Yeah. But, or just um, not even like intersectionality. It's just fucking, uh, what's it called? Identity politics. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Know? And like they, the the two professors he brings on are just like end up agreeing with each other, but they're doing that thing where they're like fighting but agreeing at the same time. Yeah. You know, where the lady's like, just I'm me just. And my, it's just me and the boys in my group chat being like, get her, get her <laughs> to, the, to the black woman. <laughs> Take her down. <laughs> get her. Good. About a month ago, I was riding my bike through downtown Toronto, and I noticed about a dozen people who were holding placards. Their goal was to, quote, educate people on how they don't have to wear masks. They were handing out these little cards that had all sorts of what they called facts about how masks can deprive you of oxygen. When I was handed one, I just decided to rip it up. Such a weird fucking Canadian way to be confrontational. Yeah. <laughs> is to accept the accept the offer and then rip it up. Yeah. What a weird... This is propaganda, eh? <laughs> yeah. What a weird, bizarre move. That. On July 7th, the mayor of Toronto brought into action a mandatory mask law. Yeah, it's so just did... funny that there's Canadian conspiracy theories. Yeah. Like they're just like, oh, this is just a Jew's plot to destroy mankind, eh? <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> Maple <laughs> maple uh, syrup is actually made out of Jew blood. <laughs> <laughs> Jew blood. Decided to gather in a group and oppose it. There was Brian Tao on his bicycle. It's a little camera around his neck. I jumped in. I decided, let me give him enough content to go viral. This is the coolest way to spin this. Yeah, that's Is great. to be like, I actually wanted this to happen. Yeah. All of it, I wanted it to happen. I'm like, this dude needs Patreon. That <laughs> <Yeah>. is <laughs> The same kind of people that walk the Jews right into the gas tank. So she just said that he's the same people who walked Jews into the gas tank. Which is not, it wasn't a gas tank. Like, yeah, it wasn't. not fucking shell. Yeah, it wasn't, a, it wasn't like <laughs> a, dunk, a dunk tank. <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, if Hitler hits the, the target, you fall into the gas. Yeah, Hitler's just like, why is Jackie Robinson here? <laughs> yeah. I did not say he could come here. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is funny. I don't know. I don't, there's no other way to spin it. I guess this lady's just making me laugh really hard. I'm degrees in psychology. I'm a member of Mensa. I said the most absolutely ridiculous things a person could possibly say. So she's saying that she has a de degree in psycholo or psychology and is a member of Mensa. Yeah. But and then she's just like, no, I was lying about that. <laughs> and it worked. Kellyanne has been branded a Karen by many people online. I think she's more of a COVID idiot. Anybody. <laughs> I hate that. Oh, story. got her. Yeah. <laughs> 
who is going to commit to this kind of civil obedience is the same kind of people that believe their government when they walk the Jews into the gas tank. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's the same. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's so many I don't know. I don't even what do you say about yeah, this? Yeah, that's you know? fucking insane. It's just weird that a little like a little piece of fabric over your nose and mouth has become so political. Like what is the I, I yeah. just it's totally. like mind boggling what yeah. is the rationale behind that and who is like benefiting from that? Yeah, yeah that's you know? the that's the thing I, I struggle with the most is like with the mask, like I'm like, yeah, I wear mine. And if in three years there's research that says it didn't do a fucking thing, I'll mm-hmm. be like, okay, well, at least we tried. Yeah. Not we tried. Yeah. Not like mad at the government for telling me to wear it. Like, dude, yeah. it's so stupid to I, just be peeved by that. I think I, I'd respect it more if they were just like wearing a mask fucking sucks. It's annoying. And then they didn't do it. But this weird, like, I'm actually doing the right thing. Like, yeah, you know, it's no, you're just a fucking dumbass. Right, right, right. Yeah. But my question is like, is there is there somebody who's like, oh, good, they're not wearing masks just like I planned, you know, like, is there some shadowy sort of conspiracy behind it where they want people to think that? Or is it just that, like, the the world is so stupid, like people are just fucking stupid and the president's stupid and, you know. Yeah, well, I think my Does anybody benefit from not wearing masks. Yeah, yeah. I think that my my hypothesis there would just be like, I think that people I, I don't think that people really believe in objective truth anymore. You know what I mean? This mm-hmm. idea that like everything has a counterpoint is is just false. You know Very what I mean? True. Like there's there's ways to kind of like deduce your own opinion, I guess. But like to just be like, no, wearing a mask doesn't help regardless of what science says. And I will die by that. It's just, you know, it, you just have a fundamental disbelief in truth. You know what I mean? Like science, like that's, it's mm-hmm. a weird fucking time to be alive. I think, I don't know. Kellyanne is seeking fame and notoriety. By the way, sorry, I do. I feel like I'd be remiss not to say this. I feel like, you know, bringing up the Holocaust to justify your shitty opinions is offensive to my family who left Germany in the 1850s because they were smart. And- <laughs> yeah, they could feel the tide yeah. shifting and uh, decided to get out. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I wonder what the Armenian lady is going to say about this woman like comparing it to the Holocaust. Yeah, I know, right? I wonder if she'll be like, well, hold on. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you know, at least this woman's not like... At least she's not like, hey, the Holocaust was good, you know? <laughs> yeah. At least yeah. Yeah. we're kind of all on the same page that the True. Holocaust right. was bad. Yeah, it'd And be- hopefully 60 years from now, we'll be on the same page that, like, you know, removing women's uteruses of the border was <laughs> bad, too. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully. I hope that she doesn't at least go into, like, you're the same people who walked the Jews into the <laughs> gas chambers. And also, COVID's already killed more people than the Holocaust did. Look it up. The numbers yeah. are available. That. Or, that would yeah. piss me off. That, or I can see her being like, uh, being like, you're just like the people who walked Jews into ovens, you know, uh, which was probably like a hundred people, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> it was just 30 people max. Yeah, not but. the entire world. <laughs> when some post, Brian has labeled me an anti Semitic white craziest Karen. Because he did that, you would not believe the threats. Somebody left feces at my front door with a note saying, we're going to kill you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Canada. Sorry about all those stereotypes. That's pretty great. Term Karen is a racial label against white women with an opinion. So 
absolutely ridiculous. Well, if someone shits on my doorstep, I don't, I'm not going to think, oh, you're actually going to kill me. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. like, it does lose some, you do lose some credibility. That's actually yeah. a great point. Yeah. On they're the, like, uh, this is a the- warning <laughs> shot. It's just a turn <laughs> in the bag. Right, right, right. <laughs> All right, why don't you keep shitting on my doorstep? Yeah. <laughs> that could have just been a homeless Whatever person uh, taking revenge out on the wrong house. <laughs> yeah, like, that does that. sound just like a schizophrenic person was in the neighborhood. I am the executive director for Mothers Against Distancing. MAD was created because there is a campaign to mandate masks on our children. What you're saying to me is that you want to put something on my child's face that is full of germs and then have them breathe that in for six to eight hours. It's their germs. Yeah, it's their... (laughs) Why don't you fucking wipe your dumb kid's nose every once in a while and there won't be germs in it. It's also... she. They called it MAD, Mothers Against Distancing. Yeah. Just completely fucking undermining mad mothers against drunk driving. <laughs> They're like, step over, ladies. It's our turn. <laughs> what I find ironic is that these anti-mask groups are the ones who are promoting fear. Without yeah. them, I think people would be getting along with this pandemic a lot better. Look around. There's not also, people I find it ironic uh, having rain on your wedding day. And also, <laughs> I, I fucking hate you. <laughs> Everywhere we've got hospitals with furloughed doctors. Where's all the sick people? Brian and Kellyanne join me now from separate locations in Toronto uh, via Ionico. So I'm glad that. Bad year for Karen's, bad couple years for Kellyanne's. Yeah, one. I don't think that's a, a name that ever rebounds. No. Kellyanne. Never. Both of you are here. Sandrella is here as well. Kellyanne, you guys were on the street corner and you were handing out flyers that were giving people information that was in support of not wearing masks. We were giving people access to information that was being oppressed from them. See, it seems that this this entire narrative is one-sided and very... This is that. Yeah, this is exactly what I mean. Is what do you mean? It's information that's being oppressed. Yeah, it's just not true. Yeah, it's just stupid. <laughs> Bias and people are not getting access to the opposite side of the argument. We are not anti-mask by any means. We're pro-information. Let's take a closer look at the flyer. Breathing through a mask decreases the amount of oxygen we need to live and be healthy and increases blood acidity and makes breathing difficult. Listen, I'm, I am not uh, a pulmonologist, so let me be very clear uh, about that. But I, I do have access to some of the top experts in the world, as you can imagine. And it appears that that assertion is absolutely false. Also- <laughs> They just threw the big <laughs> false. <laughs> Uh, yeah. The World Health Organization on oxygen depletion said the prolonged use of medical masks can be uncomfortable for sure. However, it does not lead to CO2 intoxication nor oxygen deficiency. I mean, it's okay. a fucking piece of uh, fabric over your nose and mouth. It's yeah. the dude. It makes and, it makes no sense. It's like saying your dick will stop working if you wear jeans. Yeah, it doesn't make any fucking yeah. logical sense. And if like if that were true, I would stop doing whippets and just wear masks. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> yeah, it's so dumb. <laughs> I didn't write the information on the flyer, Doctor Phil. And at the time. That- Th- that is like I would hang up on this fucking woman. <laughs> I didn't. Write you're it. like, uh, we're just pro information, and then he's like, well, your information's wrong. She's like, I didn't fucking write it. I didn't write I'm just trying to get the good word out. Well, okay. I wrote one tag. That's yeah, it. you couldn't. <laughs> she literally couldn't take less responsibility for this video. Yeah, it's so dumb. 
that those flyers were handed out, the information from your experts was not yet released. And it certainly is. Science is ever changing. You know that more than anybody. I absolutely agree with that. Uh, but the one but, thing that hasn't changed is the fact that the science is unsettled. Well, one thing is pretty consistent. And what? <laughs> I this lady. I want a full fucking series of Dr. Phil talking to this woman. Yeah. And that is that mask uh, alone will not control people's exposure to COVID-19, but absolutely are an essential part of controlling the spread and the contraction of COVID-19. And we're not, not anti- we're not, I'm not, I'm not against that. If you're sick, by all means, and you have to go out in public. No, 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 <laughs> no, you're so close to getting it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Holy shit. By all means, wear a mask, but there is absolutely no reason and no logic to providing a one size fits all solution to billions of could it be that some people you just need to sit them down and be like you're a dumb bitch yeah <laughs> like i yes yes yeah i, I got like, that talk from my dad before because <laughs> they're right because there are people who have never heard that they've never had it, it, it seems like there's people who have never had sort of the tough love of being like you're a fuck you're being a fucking idiot <laughs> Yeah, and, and and he's doing. Doctor Phil's doing this dance where it's like, do you think that maybe you you know you should do some more research about uh yeah about masks? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It you know it's it's tough to say, but I think that we talked about it maybe a couple of weeks ago. Is like pretty person privilege. Not that this woman's mm, fucking yeah. knocking him out of the ballpark, but it's like but she might have been at some point. Yeah, and like at some this point, is people want to day. Yeah, and she's you know she's in her maybe thirties or forties now, but at some point she was 22 years old spewing just absolute dog shit opinions mm -hmm. and people just wanted to fuck her or be friends with her. And we're like, no, just let her, you know, it's a difference of opinions. Like I'm all for having a difference of opinions, but when your opinion is that like, you should only wear a mask if you're sick when you go out in public, like you're not paying attention. Yeah. yeah. I, I fucking, this lady sucks ass. Uh, but yeah, but also like there must be some kind of game that's being played. Like when, if, if turning point USA is like making memes about, you know, like I don't need a mask and then their founder dies of COVID. Mm -hmm. I mean, there must be like, somebody must be benefiting from sowing distrust of, of masks and, you know, and like, and the severity of this sowing, um, Descent mm -hmm. over the mass and severity of this virus. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, just I, I'm kind of. I think maybe you alluded to this earlier, Mike. I'm kind of lost on who would benefit from it. I've guessed that you yeah. know. I, I guess there's an opinion to be had about like you know foreign interference and shit in the election. Uh, you know, I guess that that's kind of where my brain immediately goes. Is like most of yeah, these people are getting this this shit off the internet. Yeah, uh, and it's coming from. You know, I've seen all kinds of memes like, where, like you brought up Turning Point USA or any of those kind of right right wing areas. I don't you know, a Breitbart article or something like that. Like if you cite that, at least I can kind of track it. But if you're just posting mm -hmm. like really like overly, you know, how like memes get shitty once they've been screenshotted yeah, a totally. million times. <laughs> like it's like that. And I'm like, where is this coming from? And I think that my guess would be, you know, someone in a different country trying to fuck up uh, yeah. this already divided nation.
But also, the, like, the ruling class always needs cheap labor. So they probably need people to be like, yeah, let's just go back to work. You know, mm -hmm. they need, like, yeah, regular totally. people. Right, right. Yeah, that totally. Oh, well, yeah, I guess that's actually a good point, too, is, like, I guess it could just be people being like, get back to work. What are you talking about, COVID? That's a good yeah. point. Yeah. Um, all right, I think that, that clip's just about, I think there's just a couple seconds left. Let's see if anything good happens at the end here. Of people with individual health requirements. The mandatory mask policy is absolutely absurd. Yeah, that's where it ends. All right, well, <laughs> uh, yeah, kind of a, th this is a theme with Dr. Phil where they just do not really provide a good conclusion to any of the, the YouTube clips. Um, but dude, Mike, thanks so much for being on, man. Yeah, this uh, was a yeah. treat, dude. Yeah, Super this is you. this is really cool. Um, Thanks for having me. Where can people find you? Uh, what do you want people to listen to from you? Yeah, so check out my podcast, The Sit Down, um, and then on Patreon we do a show every day. And then um, uh, follow me on Twitter at Mike Racine and Instagram at Racine Mike. Cool. And awesome. uh, Mike won't say it, but I'll say fucking watch his Conan sets. They're fucking fantastic yeah. Conan sets. Truly. Oh, thanks. We um, also have a really great album too. Which we're actually two. Oh, albums. thanks. Yeah, that's on yeah. Spotify. Yeah, cool. <laughs> but yeah, I'm a, I'm actually a member of your Patreon, so yeah, check that out too. Sweet, sweet. Yeah. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, you can talk to thanks. Parker in the comments of Mike's Patreon posts. Yeah. It'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, guys, we'll talk to you next week. Goodbye.